Hey sister, today on the Girl Defined Show, I have an extra special treat for you guys for all of my organizers out there or those of you who are like, I want to be organized. My house is a wreck. I need help. My laundry's piled. My dishes are always overflowing. I don't have good rhythms for keeping anything clean. Then you're in luck today because I am talking to someone who is, I think she's an expert because compared to me, she's definitely an expert. <laughs> someone who has an amazing Instagram page helping us as women learn how to do this well. Deb Von Bergen is with us today and she's going to be sharing all of her best tips and tricks for how we as women can practically manage our homes well. And I'm the first to raise my hand to say, I need help with that. And if you feel that too, then stick around because this is going to be super practical and really helpful, something you can put into practice today. Deb, thank you for having this conversation with us. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Okay. you Your Instagram page is so inspiring. All of your reels, just like little tips, like, okay, the best way to clean your microwave or like the easiest way to clean your shower. Just And my, my mind is always blown as I'm watching your reels and I'm thinking, that is so simple and so easy. And I've been doing it the hard way for the last 15 years. Deb, where have you been? I need you. <laughs> so thank you for being here and yeah. imparting some of your wisdom. But I have to ask right off the bat, have you always been this organized, this decluttered, this simplified, or is this something that came along later in life? Yeah. So I would say I'm in between. I started as I've always been more of a clean person, um, but I wouldn't say I've always been organized. That's always been something I've struggled more with. And so that is definitely newer on the scene for sure. Okay. So what does that mean being, you were clean, but you weren't organized? Like you had piles of stuff and you would just like clean the piles or (laughs) in my mind, I'm thinking they're the same, but they're not. So what's the difference? Right. Okay. So I would do the dishes and I would vacuum the floors, those kind of things. But my closet was super unorganized. And if you went into it, it looked like it was going to like explode on top of you or, um, the laundry, (laughs) the laundry, I didn't have a a good system for laundry. And so we always had Mm. these overwhelming piles of laundry. Um, just those kind of things that I feel like are more of an organizational thing. Um, I didn't meal plan. I didn't do those kinds of things. So I was always in the state of overwhelm. But if you walked into our home, most of the time, it was like semi-clean. So that's how I'd explain oh, it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a good distinction. So then I actually think I do fall a little bit more into the category of a clean person because I actually do like cleaning. I vacuum constantly, you know, counters, but then I don't feel like the organization, like yeah. my systems yes. for like, okay, how do I consistently get the dishes done? How do I consistently keep the laundry? I know when my husband's coming to me and he's like, Hey honey, I'm out of underwear again. Yes. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> you're out again. Let me just Amazon you some more pairs. Okay. <laughs> I should. Just don't, and then he'll just, you know, he's so kind. He'll just like, I'll see him take the basket of laundry and just kind of like take it over and start doing it. And I'm like, oh no, I'm such a failure. Yeah. I just need better systems. The struggle is real. And I think so many of our yeah. listeners can relate to that. Yes. Um, you know, leaving your laundry like the other day, I forgot about the load that I had started mm-hmm. and it sat in my washer for a day yep. to the point that it got stinky. So yep. I had to wash it again. Yes. And then I did it again. So I washed it three times. I'm like, really? Really? But I know I'm not alone in that. No. The struggle is yes. real. And I think for us as Christian women, this is a this is a topic a conversation that I think we should care about yes. because we see in scripture that God cares about the home, mm-hmm. that God cares about the family. And I think he's given the home and the woman kind of a special connection. We see verses like Proverbs thirty-one twenty-seven, which says, she looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of mm-hmm. idleness. So this, this special calling for the woman 
to care about the home, to want to cultivate the home, to want to nurture the relationships in the home. Um, She's not lazy. She's not like, whatever. I don't care, but she cares. And I think for most of us as Christian women, I think we probably deep in our heart care. You know, maybe some of us need to care a little more, but I think we do, but we just don't have the tools. And I have felt that way when I got married. Like, I don't feel like I had a ton of great tools. My mom was really organized. So I came in with some good tools from her, but just my own routines, my own rhythms, I don't feel like I had a great system. And as I talked to so many young married women, they're like, yeah, I literally have no idea how to manage my home. Like I thought it was going to be so easy, but it's so much harder. (laughs) And then you throw kids into the mix Mm. and it's like hard enough, just you and your husband. And then you have kids and it's like, how in the world do I do this? So I want this conversation to be so practical with all your tips and tricks, but from that foundational lens of we are Christian women, Mm -hmm. we are called to glorify God in all of our work. And I think that includes the way we care for our home, take care of our family, create a peaceful environment, um, just looking well to the ways of our household, like Proverbs says. So you are going to be our expert giving us tips and tricks on how we can do that from that heart motivation, ultimately to glorify God, but how we can just get better Mm -hmm. at doing that well. Um, something that I love that I saw you said, can't remember where where you said this, but you said many women feel like their home is controlling them instead of them feeling control of their home. Hmm. I know I feel that many times. What does that mean? Yeah. To me, that means, and what I meant by that is that I would wake up in the morning and I would just have this huge to-do list and I felt overwhelmed before I ever crawled out of bed. And Mm -hmm. I just had kind of this, I don't know, this realization one day where it's like, I don't want to live my life this way any longer. Why in the world am I letting my day control me? And instead of me deciding, hey, I have these couple things that I need to do today, and then I'm going to go and do the things I really want to do, the things that are more like kingdom work, like spending time with my children or my husband. And I have been one of those people that would have said, like, I'm just not that way. Like, my personality, I'm just not super organized. Right. And I would say things like that until I caught myself being like, wait, I'm in control of myself. Like Jesus gave us the ability to change the way we are. And so it, for me, this journey has been a convicting journey of, I don't have to be this way. Um, I get to choose. I get to make choices. I get to learn new things. Um, and so my Instagram more is like taking you along as I learn too. <laughs> mm, that's so good. And so raw and honest. Oh my goodness. So I was talking to um, Abby Halberstadt. So she's the author of M is for Mama, has a really encouraging Instagram for for moms and wives. And she was saying that so many of us as women, we we what all that you just said, it's like, yes, we want that. But like I said earlier, we come into marriage, we come into our home so ill-equipped. And she was saying so often, you know, like in the workplace, we view it from a professional lens, like, oh, this is my profession. So therefore I need to work hard. I need to learn new skills. I need to take these courses. I need to learn, learn, learn. But then when it comes to the home, she was saying, we often switch our mindset to one of like, oh, that's just not my personality. Yes. Oh, that's just not me. And and almost like we can't learn new yes. skills, almost like a cop out. And she was just encouraging all of the women in our conversation to think of the home just like you would a profession, yes. just like you would your career. Yeah, there isn't the boss giving you, you know, the pay raise or the bonus on, you know, for the great job you did. However, our work is to glorify yes. God, to love and care for our families. And if we thought about it more like a profession, I think we would care more about advancing our skills. Yes and growing our tools and thinking more like stretching ourselves, pushing ourselves, not saying, well, that's just not me, but how can I grow and do better at that? And I love that you just shared that. Yes, totally. (laughs) Okay. So for you, that mindset shift, when did that happen? 
Was that after, like just a few years ago or was that like right when you got married? So I've always been more minimalist and thankfully I married a husband who's also more minimalist. So I do have that going for me. I know some of you probably are in a different situation where your husbands are more like they love to collect things or they're hoarder type people. My husband is not. And so that has helped me a lot. He also is more organized than me. And this actually created wow. some um, conflict in our marriage at times where he was more organized. Like, don't you think this is important? And I was just more like, well, no, not really. And I'm trying to like do whatever he's asking. But that is part of, for me, what spurred me on is thinking, what can I change about myself um, that will benefit our, our home and our marriage and our mm-hmm. children? Um, so that has been like a huge thing for me personally. So switching gears though, like if someone, they, they're feeling that conviction, even right now, we're just thinking, you know, yeah, I have been kind of copping out and just saying like, it's just not me. It's not my personality, but they want to make that switch, you know, and I've been there too. I've said that for sure about the things that I just, I'm like, oh, like laundry really is, it's my own my arch enemy. It is so hard. So I can't wait to hear your tips and tricks on that. Um, But where's a good place to start? Because it can feel pretty overwhelming if you're not an organized person. You never have been. Maybe you and your spouse aren't, or maybe your husband is, and he's like really hoping you'll become more organized. What, where do we start? We step back and we look at our house or, you know, our apartment, wherever we're living. What is step one? Okay. So this is going to sound crazy, but I want you to listen to this as I say it, because this changed everything for me. I wanted to change for a long time, for many years. I wanted to change. I wanted to make differences and I would search all the Pinterest things and like try to figure out what to do. And I would try them and it never seemed to change things. This sounds crazy because Mm. this doesn't have to do with decluttering or simplification of your life. But really it came down to um, recently, like in the last year, I really thought through what are my Christian values? Like what are important to me and to our family? And so my husband and I would talk about it. And I really sat down and thought, what is the life that we would love to live and experience? And does my actions every day, do they match up with those values? One of my personal values and our family's values is freedom. And when I really thought about it, I'm like, I am not creating a space in our home that promotes Mm. freedom to do things when we want to, to like go leave and have fun or whatever. It's not promoting that because I am tied down by my schedule and by all the things I'm putting in. So it was really more of a, like this big journey for me of like simplifying here, simplifying here, or actually thinking through it. But what I want, so first I would recommend you figure out what is your personal family values? What do you want your life to look like? Mm. And as believers, we don't get to control everything because ultimately Jesus decides, but he has given us this um, free will to decide what it can look like. And so I really recommend yeah. that first as the first step. And then the second thing I would say is figure out what's overwhelming you the most. So if it's, it was laundry for me. And this was truly my first thing to really tackle was the laundry situation. I had like a room in my house filled with laundry on the couch that like never disappeared. And it was like literally my arch enemy, but I didn't know what to do to take care of it. And then mm-hmm. I've been like mm-hmm. the whole gamut with the laundry from trying everything on Pinterest to having moldy towels to the loads that have to be repeated over and over and over again. <laughs> And it was just getting to the point where I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. And there has to be a way to fix this. Um, So Mm -hmm. start with whatever's overwhelming you the most. It might not be laundry for you. It might be dishes. It might be that you have a closet or whatever that's always overflowing and it drives you crazy, but you never seem to have the motivation to take care of it. Do that first 
and then you're going to feel so good mm. and then you can tackle the next thing. Oh my goodness. That's so good. Well, laundry is what's coming to mind for me too. So start with the thing that's like your biggest burden. It sounds like the biggest hurdle that you feel like yeah. this is constantly like a small thorn in my flesh and I need to get a grip on this. Start there and then just kind of slowly inch your way along. So let's just say you know, let's just the- theoretically say some of us struggle with laundry as well. <laughs> and what would you say for me with my laundry situation, which isn't super organized? I don't have a great plan. What do you do for laundry? Because you have how many kids? We have two kids. Yes. Two kids. Yes. What is a good way to do laundry to to get in a good routine and system with laundry? Okay. So I know this is going to differ from family to family. This is what works for me. And I have had several friends try it and they are saying it's working for them too. Um, there's two things that I do. One is I do one load of laundry a day. If I need to do a second, I'll do it, but I do it all the way through. So I used to do laundry day a week where it's like all of my laundry in one day, super overwhelming by load three or four. We all know that you don't want to pull it out of the dryer and then it sits because you don't want to fold it because you've been switching. So I do one load of laundry. I start it in the morning. As soon as I get up, I go ahead and I just throw it in and I wash it, put it in the dryer. And as soon as it comes out of the dryer, I sort it and put it away. So that's my first tip is one load, one load. And then another day, you'll probably have to do like one load in towels or one load Mm -hmm, in sheets. mm -hmm. That's cool. Do it. But my second tip, and this is where a lot of people on Instagram, I got a lot of flack for this, but I'm going to share it because Ooh. it's working so well for us. Yes, that is, please do. It's a, <laughs> this is a debate of a debate. <laughs> <laughs> um, we actually, for our kids, do not have uh, dressers. We have those cube storage. You can get them at Target. Um, yes. And then we buy the little cube canvas squares. And our kids do not fold their laundry. We sort them. Um, so as soon as it comes out of the laundry, out of the dryer, they just sort it into their each person. They take their piles. My kids are nine and eight. We've been doing this since they were probably six and five. Um, they sort their laundry into the categories and we're done. We don't fold things. And the biggest question everybody has is, yes. so your kids walk around with wrinkles all over or- Yes, that's, that was there- my question. Like, okay, so wait, are they, are they just wrinkled from head to toe? How does that work? <laughs> so here's the thing. If you have kids, you know this to be true. You f- spend a lot of time folding laundry. And if you mm-hmm. allow your kids to get dressed themselves, their drawers probably don't stay neat unless they have like a bunch of divisions in them and you spend way too much time folding their laundry. Um, so the answer is no, they don't look wrinkly um, because kids' laundry is not being folded after the second day anyway. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- it doesn't, they don't look wrinkly. And if it, for some reason they have something that like a dress shirt or something on Sunday, I just iron that or steam it and we're good to go. So yeah, it saves so much time. Oh, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that method of just sorting the laundry and then the kids just put their stuff in their cubicles without just like dump it in and it works great. Wow. I mean, that that would simplify the whole system. So follow-up question on the load a day. What are you washing every day? Is it just like the current dirty stuff or do you have a system Mm -hmm. like one day's whites, one day's colors, one day's this, one day's that, or how does it work? That's a really good question. And I do not sort by color, Um, but you can get these sheets that will absorb any dyes. You can get them at Walmart. You can get them on Amazon. They work fabulously. Um, So we just do by person. So I wash like my husband and my clothes together, and then I wash each child's together, and then we do the towels and it works great. And I, I do sheets every single week. And so one day I'll do all of our sheets. Wow. You wash the sheets every week. Ooh. 
Yes. I am trying to think about <laughs> when the last time I washed my sheets, that's so bad. They need to be washed. The time but just flies. <laughs> it, it does. And it's not overwhelming when you do one load because you just have a day that you do the sheets. And so yeah, it's like true. every Thursday, you know, like I'm just doing my one load and it's sheets this week and you're going to feel so accomplished. And who doesn't love wow. getting into a bed with clean sheets? Oh, I mean, it's, it's amazing. The best. It's yes. the best. So do you have a chart? Like Monday is my laundry, Tuesday's the kids, or like, how do you know what day you're washing whose stuff? I don't actually have a chart. I normally okay. just do it by whose pile, like whose hamper is the fullest. Um, oh. But you absolutely could. It would be so easy to have a chart. I just don't. I just, it's such a routine for me now that I yeah, just like you're go just into in the rooms. It. And yeah. And, and our kids don't have enough laundry. Like I wash their clothes once or twice a week and I, I do them together. And so mm. it's like a load, probably twice a week. I do a load that's just their clothes. So it works great. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. currently on the once a week routine, at least for my kids. Cause I have these chore charts for them. And so every Wednesday is laundry day for them, but I don't really have a good system for myself. Hence the reason my husband comes to me regularly, like, honey, I'm out of underwear again. Yeah. So I I think I'm going to try this. Yeah. Your husband was was running out of underwear too. Absolutely. And and t-shirts. And he would come and be like, do I have any? I'm like, I'm sorry. They're in the washer and they're all wet and they've been sitting there for two days. So (laughs) So, yeah. Could you just not wear underwear and yeah, Yeah. maybe not a shirt today. (laughs) Sorry. Maybe tomorrow. Oh my goodness. Okay. So another huge one for me, and I think for a lot of people, is dishes. Mm. They're endless because you're constantly using yeah. them. Now, we do yeah. a variety of paper plates and regular yep. dishes, yep. but we do all like normal silverware and like cups and everything. And I just feel like I, I always do the dishes at night. At least I try mm-hmm. to before bed. But if the sink is just constantly full, and I don't know if a, the goal should be to have the unempty sink all the time. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? What's your tip for dishes? I love this question. And I really do think it's a little bit on what you decide is important to you. If you feel okay. like you have most peace when the counter is clean, then I think that you should probably just whip them up every single meal. I do think that's mm. the easiest. And so I actually don't, we don't utilize our dishwasher other than as a drying rack. And here's why. Because no. the dishwasher for us meant that at the end of the night, you were standing there doing like rinsing and filling up a dishwasher. So what I tend to do is breakfast and lunch together before my husband gets home. And then as soon as dinner's done, we whip up the dinner dishes. And for the most part, our counters are always clean that way. So that's just wow. what we have found to work the best. Um, I really do think though, it goes down to what's important to you. If dishes are your thing that stresses you out, I'd encourage mm. you to whip them up every meal. It genuinely takes five to 10 minutes if you're doing it every yeah. meal. So <sighs> you're right. It does. When you don't let them pile, they're so much more manageable. It's same with the yeah. laundry. Yes. Smaller amounts are just more manageable. Yes. It really is like five or 10 minutes, which, yes. you know, we'll, we'll scroll our phone on Instagram for yep. 20 minutes and not even blink an eye. Absolutely. But then it's like, Oh, I can't spend five minutes on the dishes. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking for myself here. <laughs> like it is, it's like such a yes. mindset shift yes. and just like, okay, getting in the habit. It sounds like of yes. just making it more of a routine Absolutely. that you're just always chipping away at versus waiting until it's so overwhelming and so big. And then like, yes. okay, now I'm going to tackle it. Yes. And then it just feels like, oh, like you really don't enjoy it at all. Totally. Not that you may ever enjoy the dishes, but okay. Interesting. So yep. you put them in the dishwasher and then you let them dry in there. Yeah. Like, do you leave it open and I it kind of airs out or? Yep. I just leave them oh. open, it open a little bit and let it air out. And then yeah, we put them away for the next meal. So it's, it wouldn't work for everyone. And I fully realize that, but for us, it just, it's yeah. brought the most like peace. So wow. yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. Okay. You had mentioned meal planning yeah, and that, that is something that 
I just recently actually started getting my boys. So we have two boys, 12 and eight, and they love cooking and they always want to be in the kitchen with me when I'm cooking. I don't enjoy cooking. It sounds like I just don't like anything in my home, but I really do love my home. (laughs) I'm learning to enjoy these things more. But cooking is something that I've never loved, but my boys actually really love it. So I'm involving them more, but I still don't feel like I have a great routine as far as like planning the meals, Mm. consistently having the stuff in the fridge. I need to make the meals. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys do? What has been helpful for y'all? Yeah. Oh man. This is something I'm so passionate about because for, um, this has only been since January, January 1st, I decided as a resolution, which I'm not normally a resolution girl, but I was like, I, this is something that has to change. So, so it oh, changed. okay. So, so this is a newer thing for totally, you that you started doing. Totally. Wow. So January to now. Um, and I eat more of like, we as a family eat more like metabolically supportive diets, a lot of nutritious, like deeply nourished, ah, deeply nourishing foods. And so yes. I Mm-mm. tend to, um, well, what I started in January is, um, before I do my grocery shopping, I actually will not go grocery shopping. Like I hold myself back until I have the menu planned for that week. Mm. Um, but I don't plan um, breakfast or lunches because um, our kids go to school. It would be different if you're homeschooling. Um, but I do the same things for breakfast. Like every week we have the same couple things. We have like good cereal. We have yogurts. We have smoothie stuff. Like we have the same thing. Mm. Um, eggs, hard boiled eggs in the fridge. We have the same things every week for breakfast and lunches. And then dinner okay. is the main thing that I plan for. And so that has helped me a lot. Um, I've also been able to cut way back on the amount of money we were spending on groceries because I had a plan. So I, wow. Yeah. So do you sit down one day a week and plan all of your dinners for the following week? What does the planning process look like? Yeah. I sit down with my computer and I get on Pinterest and I'll just type in things like nourishing meals for the family. And then I just find I try to always vary it. My husband loves varied foods. And so I try to just vary it and It's been working so well. So most weeks we don't have the same meal. Um, And then maybe there will be one easy meal, like we'll make homemade pizza or something like spaghetti, something that's really normal, um, just in case like I'm having a stressful day or whatever. We're in a hurry. So I know what to make. But yeah. Oh, okay. That's really helpful. You do not go to the store until your list is finalized. And I have it on my phone notes. And I just walk through our store and I just delete it off my phone notes as I have it. Um, and that has helped me a lot. And like I said, it has saved us hundreds of dollars. Wow. And then when you go to cook that meal, it's interesting. It's different. Yep. My husband has expressed the same thing. He's like, I, I love variety. Cause I was getting in these ruts where I was like cooking the same yep. thing every three days. Cause I would just buy like the basic ingredients. Totally. I would have no recipes, no plan. I just like the stuff. And then I would kind of end up making the same thing again and again. And so he was so sweet. Just like, Oh, like, thank you. You know, like so great, gracious and thankful for my efforts, but kind of like, Oh, like, yeah. What if we had this one night? I just suggest other options. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Maybe mixing it up a little would be good. So having a plan and then having the stuff in your fridge so you can actually make those things. Yes. It's so, it's so easy at dinner time. I'm never stressed because I'm like, oh yeah, we're having this tonight and I just get started and it's, it's been wonderful for sure. Okay. Briefly tell us what metabolic is because we eat metabolically too, but people who listen, listening might be like, what in the world? They both just said like metabolic. What does that mean? <laughs> like give us a nutshell of what, a, like the kind of meals like that you focus on for the nourishing nutrients and yeah, all that. So I, w- I am not a sciencey person. So it, describing metabolic to people is a little, yeah. is a little hard for me, 
But the way that we go about it is I try to have a really healthy protein, a good carb, like a good healthy carb, and then a healthy fat at pretty much every meal that we eat. And so that can look like we're having like um, maybe a hash, like a ground beef with some root vegetables that are really good, healthy carbs. And then we have fruit and something else. Um, I love to cook this way. And I've found that it's just really easy. You think good, hearty carbs and yeah. and good proteins. I don't know what else. To, I We do a lot of raw milk. Yeah. We do a lot of raw kefir. Yes. Um, yeah, we do Which too. is probably weird to some people, but that's been really, that's been really easy for us. My earphones keep dropping out. I'm sorry. Um. Oh no, you're fine. <laughs> no worries. Yes. Okay. So just nourishing yeah. that. Yes. Those macronutrients, Absolutely. your carbs, your fat, your protein. That's been revolutionary Same. for us. Like if anyone listening wants to know more, just Google like metabolic. Um, I know you can get a variety of stuff, but just think of really balancing your meals, having just like for your blood sugar, for your gut, for everything to process. Our bodies do so much better when we have those balanced portions of those macronutrients. I've seen huge improvements in my health as well. And my boys just cutting out all the junk and like the sugar, you know, but, but doing healthy versions of like sweet Mm -hmm. snacks and stuff. Like it's been, yeah, it's been really good for us. Okay. So we've got to fly through a few. You can just give us like your, your bullet answer. And then guys go check out our Instagram. What's your handle again on Instagram? It's the Deb Von B. So it's the Deb and then V-O-N-B-E-E. Okay. That's so cute. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So I saw in your, one of your reels, you talked about the timer trick. Yes. What is the timer trick? Oh my goodness. I love this trick so much. And this is revolutionized. This is probably the first thing that I did with, way before I simplified things. And that is that I tended to procrastinate. So like, oh my goodness, I need to clean up the, the kitchen, but I don't want to. So I'm going to scroll for five more minutes. And yes. I utilized this rule of using a timer and racing myself. And even if you're not a competitive person by nature, this works so well. So I look at my kitchen and I evaluate like, how long do I think this is going to take me? And I try to deduct like five minutes. So I think it's going to take me 20. So I set my timer for 15. And then I set it. And the second I click start, I go to the room that needs to be done. Um, this has, I, I use this daily, truly daily because every, literally every day I'll be like, okay, I need to clean up the house. I'll, I'll like get our kids involved and like turn the timer on like, okay, kids, let's clean up everything in 10 minutes. And it's, it works so well. But for me, it has been, it has, I don't even know how to put it into words. It's almost been like an emotional thing because Mm. where I was procrastinating, now I feel so motivated and I feel like I've achieved something when I see the timer go off and my kitchen is like sparkling clean. So, wow. Yeah. So for competitive people or just not, if you're not, maybe this will help you just, just to get a task done. It sounds like to keep you focused, like instead of, Oh, getting lost in this thing and that thing. And before you know it, it's like an hour later and you've barely done anything. I I know I can for sure relate to that. Yeah. And I would say more, even more than competitive, like obviously it's, it's fun, but I would say more than competitive. It really is. If you find yourself procrastinating, which we know procrastination is, is our emotions tied to what we're doing. So if you mm-hmm. find yourself as procrastinating, which most of us do on housework, this, it alone could change so much for you because you wow. can just set the timer and get it done and you feel so, it's like a, um, endorphin like boost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
I am going to try that. We have little timers. I have them for the kids yes. for different things that they need to do or, you know, okay, go read this book for 20 minutes, whatever. I, I'm going to try it on myself and see how that goes. Do it. Do I'm going to take your tip, Deb. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Okay. With the time we have left, a few more questions. I want to hear about your favorite tips for decluttering. Mm. I know most of us have way too much stuff and then we end up with piles everywhere because yeah. we don't know what to do with it. We don't know where to put it. What do you recommend for decluttering, for simplifying things? Yes. So this is a journey. And I really think that you need to give yourself grace. If whoever's listening to this, if you find yourself with a lot of stuff, give yourself grace. Um, and I encourage you, you, I have a bunch of them on my Instagram, or you can look on Pinterest. There's so many decluttering challenges where you can like do some one thing a day. But I would start with something that's, mm. again, not overwhelming to you. So maybe you're like, oh, I just have so much stuff in my house. Start with your bookshelf and be like, what is t- 10 books? What can I get rid of? And take it to Goodwill. Um, the, my tip is always to be less, don't overwhelm yourself. Or again, we fall into procrastination because our brain's trying to keep us from something that feels unsafe or something that feels not fun. Um, so don't overwhelm yeah. yourself. Um, but for me, it started with, again, figuring out what matters to me. Do I really love when I walk into my house? Do I feel like I'm calm and at peace? And so many of us have so much stuff that we don't feel like that at all. Um, so that's my first tip is figure out what's important to you and then start with something small and move on to bigger, bigger and bigger things. The other tip that I would say, one of the biggest things for me was I found that when I would go to the store, I would see something and I'd be like, oh my goodness, that's so cute. And I would get it. Or I would be like, oh, I, th- I yes. think we need one of these. And so I would get it. And I started like having duplication of things in my home or things that I just didn't need. So now I try to mm. not go to the store unless I have a list of this is exactly what I need. And that has cut down so much on the extras um, that then Ooh. aids you in, in your decluttering process because it's pointless to start on decluttering if you're bringing new things into your home as you're getting rid yeah. of things. So yeah, you can yes. ask more if you have more, but those would be probably my top two. Yeah. No, those are so good. What about for clothes? Mm. Like one of the rules we have in our house that my husband and I established a while ago is that once we run out of coat hangers, like <laughs> hangers for our clothes, that means we have too many, yes. like too many clothes. And so we're not buying more hangers. We're actually going to get rid of clothes. And for us, that's like our stopping, our hard stop of, okay, it's time to get, you know, garbage bag and start donating things to Goodwill. Yes. So I don't know if that's a good method or not. I, I still feel like my closets are are always like jam packed. And I, I don't know what's a good method for just getting rid of old clothes that we don't wear. Mm-hmm. Maybe we bought it new and it still has the tags, but we've never worn it, but it's just taking up space, yes. you know? I My rule is if I haven't worn it um, for like, if it's not in season, if I didn't wear it the season before. So if it's summer and it's winter and I'm like, I didn't wear that all last summer, I get rid of it. I'm going to tell you another oh. trick that is newer to me, but I feel is so beneficial. And that is to look into what, like we actually know this, I think inherently, but we just don't always act on it. And that is what colors do we feel the best in? And so there are some Mm. shirts that you're going to always gravitate to because you feel confident as a woman wearing that color or that shirt or that dress and you feel good in it. And so you always pick those. So, so often the clothes that we don't wear are the ones that we kind of deep down know, like doesn't make us feel really good inside. Interesting. So one of the things that I do when I go into my closet is if I look at a shirt and I'm like, oh yeah, I love that shirt. It's so cute. And then I'm like, wait, but I never choose to wear that shirt. I get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I just get rid of it because I know like, do you just get rid of it right yeah. then? Or do you make a pile of like stuff that I'm going to take to Goodwill or like what, when you say get rid of it, what okay, does that yeah, mean? You're right. 
I would say that if it's, I almost always use the Poshmark app and I sell my clothes on Poshmark. Oh, yes. Okay. I, yes, I know people who do that Or you can do a Facebook. So you're actually making money. Or you can do Facebook or Instagram or whatever. You could, there's so many ways to do yeah. it, but I try to sell them if possible, but that is my rule. And that has helped me like so much because I used to buy a lot of cute clothes that I would see and be like, Oh, that's so cute. And I would buy it and then I wouldn't wear yes. it. And this color, mm. like look into color seasons. It's so much fun and you'll learn what colors yes. actually look good on you. And then you never should buy something if it's not in your color season, because you are not going to gravitate towards mm. it. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's so interesting. Well, even as you were saying that, I was thinking about, I, I did the color, the yeah. seasonal color thing, whatever it's called years yeah. ago. And I think I was, oh, I can't remember, but it's whatever, like the, the colors that are more the, like the, the browns, the neutrals, the less of like the bright yellow and bright pink. I don't even know what Summer, season maybe? that was like more oh, fallish, yeah. I guess. Or, yeah. I don't know. More like the yeah. warm creams, like light browns. I don't know. But those are the colors that I often gravitate towards in my closet. And then the ones like the other colors, like you're talking about, I'm even thinking about some shirts like, oh, that's so cute. But how come I like never really want to wear it? Like I don't really ever wear that cute shirt. And that's why. But I think you're right. I think it has to do with the color. Yeah. It's like subconscious. Okay. Well, now I know what to get rid of. (laughs) I have some clear direction. Okay. Wrapping things up. What are your favorite cleaning products? Like what are some must-have cleaning products and tools Mm -hmm. that just make cleaning easier. Oh, I love this. Okay. So I actually almost exclusively utilize Thieves Cleaner, which most people know about Thieves and I don't rep the company, but I'm sure everyone knows a Young Living rep. I love Thieves Cleaner because it's so cheap. But if you want to go a different route, I would say you can do vinegar and um, you can use vinegar for basically everything, white vinegar. Um, we personally yeah. are pretty much totally non-toxic. The only thing that I still use is toilet bowl cleaner and I just use whatever I get at Walmart. Uh, the works is normally my favorite one. Um, uh, but other than that, oh, okay. I use vinegar or I use thieves cleaner for everything. <laughs> wow. And do you clean every day? Yes. Do you clean like how does your cleaning work? Your cleaning routine to keep things like yeah, the toilet, mm-hmm. the floors, the mirrors to keep all those like the counters and stuff clean. So here's another decluttering. It kind of goes into the decluttering slash simplification. But something that I realized is that so often I was putting off cleaning because I would have to go to the cleaning cupboard and get out all of my cleaning supplies and then clean. Yeah. So what we did is we went to Walmart and we bought um, like one dollar spray cans that are so like they're plastic, they're cheap, whatever. But if they break, who cares? And then we did these mm-hmm. cleaner in them. You could also do water with some essential oils or you could do um, vinegar in them. Vinegar just smells. And so that's why I don't choose to always use it. But these cleaner works great. So what we did is we keep one thing of paper towels and a bottle of thieves cleaner under both bathroom sinks and then in our kitchen. And every, basic, almost every single day we spray off our mirrors, we spray off our toilet, our sinks because it's right there. And I timed myself one time and it takes about three minutes to spray the whole bathroom down. Wow. (laughs) But it's no, but it's just because it's right there. And so if you have it right there, yeah, um, that is what I use. And then if you, you probably saw the shower trick, but it's also keeping a bottle in your shower while you're taking a shower, you use your, like you use your washcloth or whatever. You have one in there and you just wipe everything down while you're in the shower that's completely amazing. naked. You don't care about getting wet and it works so <laughs> <Right>. good. <laughs> and you're using non-toxic yes, cleaning yes. supplies. So you're not concerned like, oh, I'm spraying exactly. bleach on my feet or whatever. Yeah. It's all safe yes. if it gets on your yeah. skin or whatever. Oh my goodness. That's so amazing. Okay. How do you stay motivated day after day? 
That's my last question because I need to know how you do this day after day and stay after it. I would say that I do, I was not motivated the way I was living before. And that was kind of my, mm. I would read about the Proverbs 31 woman and it's like, she's so clearly such a hard worker. And by nature, I am a very determined type person, but I found that I was mm-hmm. procrastinating on our home continuously. And I felt like I had to get to the root of why am I so resistant to doing things that I should yeah. be doing as a wife and a mother, or it just seems so natural, but yet I'm resisting it. Yeah. Um, and so motivation really came from simplifying. The less stuff I had in our home, the more I realized I enjoyed cleaning our home because I'm not cleaning around a million different things. I um, took a lot of, like, we don't have a ton of decor in our home. Um, we have a little bit, but we don't have a ton. And it just reduced so much of what I was doing down to the mm. actual things that mattered to me. Um, and so I feel motivated because I learned that peace and calmness is important to me, but that goes again to the values, like what's important to you. Um, and I just wake up excited because I know it's not going to take me a really long time because I've kept, as you get into a rhythm, you realize you've kept up on it and then it's not overwhelming anymore. Wow. Deb, that's so good. Getting back to the core values. Yes. As we value it, as we seek to grow in our skill set and view it as something that is worth getting better at. Like it's worth it. It it impacts the rest of your life. It's like your every single day, you know, is impacted by the space that you live in. Um, It impacts your family. It impacts your children. So yeah, it just seems like a no brainer. Like, of course, why aren't we growing and increasing our skills in this? But for so many of us, it's just on the back burner. So hopefully this conversation for me included is bringing it to the foreground for all of us to just kind of reevaluate and take a step back and say, Lord, you know, have I been faithful in this area? How Mm -hmm. can I grow in this area? How can I bless? bless my family, care for them and create a space that we all enjoy being in that enables our relationships to thrive. That's a place of peace. There's so much chaos in the world to have a space that you can come home to and have that sense of peace and just like that deep breath. Like, oh, that just sounds so amazing. But Mm -hmm. I think for us as women, we've got to kind of take the bull by the horns and say like, okay, enough is enough. I'm going to start taking steps to make this happen. I want to look well to the ways of my household, like the Proverbs 31 woman. Yes, she had servants, but we've got Pinterest, you know, we've got microwaves, we've got ovens, we've got crockpots, things she didn't have. We do have a lot of quote servants in that we have a lot of tools at our disposal and it's just learning how to use them well, getting in routine systems, it sounds like. So thank you so much for all of your tips, for all of your wisdom. Again, tell us your Instagram because I want everyone to go follow Deb. If you're like, this was so good, she gives you the visual, like she shows you the step-by-step on the things we talked about with video. Like you can see what she's doing and it's just really, really helpful. So go follow her on Instagram. Tell us your handle again. It's the Deb Von B. So V-O-N-B-E-E. Yes. Okay. And I will link it below in the show notes and also your website. Yes. What's my the, website, website is the same. Um, the blonde, the blonde B that came out totally wrong. The, the blonde, blonde B. B. Yes. <laughs> the blonde com. right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll link that as well below. Follow her on Instagram. And also guys, I just want to say if you, if you're like, man, I, I want to grow just in general in my understanding of God's design for the woman, Mm -hmm. his heart for womanhood, um, 
you know, the complementarian roles between the man and the woman, then I encourage you guys to grab a copy of Girl Defined, our first book here at Girl Defined, because it's the foundation. If you're like, yes, I can get, you know, I can latch on to these skills. If you just have the skills, but you don't have the heart or you don't understand, um, you know, God's greater heart for womanhood, the beauty of our unique design to be able to bear life, um, just our unique role within the family. Like it's amazing and so beautiful. And so grab a copy of Girl Defined over at girldefined.com, our website, any bookstore, get it free from the library. I don't care. I think you'll find that really encouraging as you understand more about God's design um, that will fuel your passion for the way that you care for your home and family. So Deb, thank you again for all these practical tips. It was so great having you on today. Oh, thank you for having me. 